0: You're listening to your old friends, Ron and Don, on the Ron and, Ra- on the Ron and Don Radio Network, man. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, you guys? Episode 77 of the Ron and Don Show. I want to thank everybody that's gone out to Glow FM, and you're being a part of something bigger than yourself. In fact, uh, Samantha Bond just did it. Starlene Grokowicz just did it. And
1: also, our good friend Matthew Jung just did it. They want to Glow.FM. what they do? Yeah, you can become an individual sponsor of the Ron and Don Show. It, uh, in order for us to do the show every week, we do have some expenses. We like to uh, ask you to partner with us, and you can do it at Glow.FM slash Ron and Don Radio. Open an account, whatever amount you want to give. We appreciate it. Yeah. And uh,
0: thanks to Les Schwab. We'll be back next week for the entire year, 2020. Appreciate them. One of the big title sponsors. Thanks to them. We get to help a lot of kids do a lot of cause radio on this show. And also partner with the Pierce County Sheriff's Department for Charlie's Dinosaur. All right. Everything's up right now at Uh Coming up a little later, Ron's going to tell you about his tiny house. He lives in a tiny house, and yet he's a big, big guy. What is going on with big guys in tiny houses? And also we'll tell you about a brother and sister. That were separated during the MLK riots, and they were just reintroduced to each other. That's an incredible story. Before we get to that, let's get to this. Uh, school pictures. Uh, you walk into my son's school and they do something really cool every year, is they hire a photographer to come in, and she takes these black and white photos. And they'll take these black and white photos, and they do it year after year after year. And then they put them up in the walls of the school, Hmm. and then you can go and you can purchase the photo if you'd like. And then all the money actually goes towards helping to create scholarships for other kids. So if they can't afford to go to summer camp, then my son's elementary school does a good job of raising
1: money. So So do you get the 75 wallets? And then the four by six and the five by well, seven a and the eight sc- by ten. Well, there's
0: a school picture, and then there's the auction pictures. So uh, I haven't seen the school pictures yet, but we got the oh, okay. auction pictures back the other day. So my
1: mom would be like, we're getting ten wallets, yeah. and that's it. And you get a little
0: emotional about it because when I go to pick him up and I walk into school, this has been going on since kindergarten. He's in fourth grade now. It's the time of year where you walk in and you see all the pictures up, and you remember that from kindergarten and then first grade, sort of second all, grade, third grade. Th- your do-
1: kid stays up all, what, all five years. No,
0: no, no. They take it. You buy them. They take them down. Oh, I see. But then the following years, like when the bunny rabbit comes and just shows up, Peter Cottontail. It's kind of like that. It's just it's one time of year. The pictures are up. You purchase them. Uh, so anyway, I'm looking at his picture the other day, and I'm like, I cannot believe. He pulled off something that I always wanted to pull off. And thanks for the Peter uh, Cottontail uh, reference. And we'll be hopping down the bunny trail the next couple weeks here, won't we? Uh, I used to have this built like a Mack truck hat. And I had a built like a Mack truck belt buckle. said Spirit of 1976 on it. Because that was the uh, millennial year that we're celebrating being 200 years old. Centennial year. Or centennial year. That was uh, when we're celebrating being 200 years old. So I would have been close to 9, 10 years old at the time. And so my dad drove a Mack truck. And for those that don't know, a Mack truck is a workhorse truck. So you don't see a lot of Mack trucks that will go, uh, let's say, from Los Angeles and do a long haul to, like, New York City. A Mack truck is like a working dump truck that you'll see around here in the city of Seattle.
1: Isn't that logo a logo of Bulldog?
0: They do, yeah. And they do a lot of short hauls. So my dad was a short haul driver at this time out of Chicago. So I went in to take the picture and I felt weird because I had these weird colics in my head. And I would try to put water on them, and I would try to calm the colics down. And a lot of times that wouldn't work because my my mom would cut my hair. And then after I would cry, my dad would come in and say, oh, I hear you crying. And then he would pull out the clippers and then he would just give me some kind of butch cut a little bit with a cigarette hanging out the side of his mouth and and then he would finish the haircut. So I would go to school. I look back at the pictures now. They're a little horrifying. So it's picture day and I would try to wear the built like a Mack truck hat, the red one, and there was no way the photographer and Mrs. Warner were going to allow this. You could not wear the hat. I walked into my son's school and I look over There are over 500 kids up on the walls of his Mm -hmm. elementary school. And I see this amazing thing that I know his grandmother is going to hate. And I just loved it. He had his Pokemon baseball hat on with a
1: straight bill. How many kids in total have a hat on? Nobody.
0: (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) I was so thrilled. I took a picture of that. I started sending that off to family members. Uh, again, grandmothers were horrified that he is wearing his Pokemon hat in a school picture, and, they and they're like, "It's
1: not a Mac truck hat." I
0: just don't know how he pulled it off. I thought I just I just thought it was so ex- exceptional because he's going to look back one day, and he's going to go, "You know what? All those other kids, they may have shown up with a Batman hat, or a Marvel hat, or maybe a Pikachu hat." but he walks in with his blue Pokemon hat. He puts that baby on, straight bill. Pulls it down and off to the right a little bit, which is pretty crunk. And I'm like, that is the voice of the Ron and Don G-Force Up on the walls of this elementary school. And to me, it's maybe one of the greatest pictures of him. I, I love seen it. My it was, I
1: didn't realize that was the backstory. It's a great a, picture.
0: Yeah. It's the Don show only on the Don Radio Network. We'll see you in one minute, you guys.
1: Always dreamt of
0: having an investment property? Let's do a Ron and Don sit down. Email Ron at windermere.com. You're listening. Don show. show. To the Ron and Don Show. And yes, my dad's pretty annoying. All right, cool. Episode 77 of the Ron and Don Show. Keep uh, washing your hands if you're out there, part of the Ron and Don uh, Nation. And we appreciate all the first, second responders that are out there. Even school teachers, man, that are on the front lines. And you go to school every day and you don't know what kids are carrying. You just don't know. So we appreciate them so much. Because people now worldwide are concerned about this virus. Best thing you can do. 30 seconds. Every time you think about it, just wash those hands. Hot soap, hot water. Can you find hot soap? I think it's just hot water. I think it's just don't yeah. Don't heat up your soap. Yeah. We're going to talk about uh, Ron here in a moment. Big guy in a little house, tiny houses. It's taken uh, the world by storm. And he has one now. Before we get to that, let's get to this. MLK. Uh, what happened here? MLK riots a number of decades ago. Uh, and it seemed like... Uh, Two young people got separated from each other, and then, as Peaches and Herb like to sing, they were just reunited, and it feels
1: so good. This is one of the most remarkable stories I've read in a long time. It was originally uh, done in the Washington Post. So flashback to the early 60s, there is this family, and it's dysfunctional. I think a lot of people would relate to this. You have a brother and a sister. It's Georgette and her brother, Wayne. And they're growing up. Mom struggles with alcoholism, uh, and dad is in and out of their life. All right, so they just it it was it was kind of a rough childhood.
0: What could go wrong?
1: What could go wrong? Yeah. And and they are um, growing up. The the kids don't know any different. They just know that they're very poor, uh, and that sometimes dad's around, sometimes dad isn't around. Sometimes if mom drinks too much, it it can get pretty bad, Mm -hmm. and maybe they go stay with an aunt or they go stay with a friend. And they just they're, they're struggling. These these two young people are struggling and so at one point uh foster care gets called and they have to go off in foster care for a while and then mom would get her act together she would call social services get the kids back and uh and then she would go back so this this cycle happened a number of times and so georgette and and wayne they were just super tight If you can imagine, Georgette was 10 at the time, Mm. Wayne is 8, and they're their entire world. It's like wherever Georgette goes, uh, Wayne goes with her, and they really rely on each other because it's
0: very unpredictable. It's like Wayne's world, but instead of being Wayne and Garth, it's Wayne and Georgette. Correct. Which which, is not even close to Wayne and Garth, but it's very... It's that kind of bond, right? It's a Wayne's World kind of bond, I think. So
1: they get taken in foster care this one round to a place called the Junior Village. This is in the 60s. Junior Village uh, turns out to be a house of horrors. Yeah. And there's abuse that goes on. There's some sexual abuse that goes on. Mm -hmm. There's some trauma that goes on. And they are in this facility Georgette calls her dad who's not even in the picture anymore and the dad recognizes that she is in trouble. He goes down, gets him released from the junior village and tries to get him back with mom. Mom goes into a very low-rent district uh, and things, And they're trying to stabilize. So that's the backstory. Not a stable household at all by any means. But Georgette and Wayne, they're very young. They're relying on each other. 1968, now we flash forward a couple of years. They're scraping by, uh, managing to, to be in each other's lives. And just to give perspective,
0: Don of the Ronadon is one-year-old. At this time. Uh, Okay, got it. Just to give a historical reference. Of course. About me, because my name is on this podcast. Let's insert you into this story. people should know, Ron of the Ron and Don, still a couple years out from being born. That's correct.
1: Right? Okay, 1968. Here we go. All of a sudden, outside of their house, I believe they are in Washington, D.C. at the time, they start hearing um, a ruckus. And it's getting bigger and getting bigger and getting bigger. Georgette and Wayne do not understand what's going on, but uh, MLK had just been assassinated. Riots are happening, wow. and they hear a knocking and, and chanting outside their the house that the people want to burn down the house. They're freaking out. Wayne and Georgette uh, go go under the bed together. Then they hear a a big pounding on the door. The mom goes over, opens it up. It's the National Guard. They get taken out of their house by the National Guard before the rioters destroy the house. Cars are on fire. Cars are flipped over. These little kids are freaking out. They um, somehow get separated. And Georgette ends up in a foster care. Wayne ends up in a different foster care house. They their records somehow fall through the cracks. They never see each other again. Wow. She's 10, mm. he's 8. Mm. 40 years go by. Georgette's, uh, I might have been Wayne, Wayne's daughter, or no, it's Georgette. Georgette's daughter makes a Facebook profile for her mom, gets all the information she can. She wants to find long-lost brother Wayne, Uncle Wayne. And through some miracle of social media... She finds a guy with a weird middle name. And she's like, this has to be my Uncle Wayne. She reaches out to him. They just got reunited after 40 years of separation last week. That Georgette flew to California where Wayne is now. He's having some health problems. She went into the nursing home. This is the dazzling detail that I loved. She thinks that it's Wayne. Haven't seen each other since she was 10. She goes over to him and he said, let me see your chin she goes, what? He grabs her by the face. He's in a wheelchair right now. Mm-hmm. Wayne looks up under her chin. And when he remembers when he was seven years old, she got a scar on her chin when they were playing and she fell off the bunk bed and hit the corner of the dresser. She's got a cut under her chin. He finds the scar and he goes, yep, you're my sister. Hmm. They both start crying, and for the next couple hours, they reunited, were giving, uh, reminiscing, finding out what happened to them, what house they grew up in, when she got married, how many kids. It was and is totally remarkable.
0: You know what? And you were adopted, so you like this story. Uh, the math doesn't add up here. I don't know if I believe this story. The math does not add up. Why does it not add up? Well, because you said this happened in 1968. And 1968. then you said 40, 40 years later. 68, 78, 88, 98, 2008. Uh, so 40 years after 1968 is 2008. And you're telling me this just happened in 2020. It, do, it, it doesn't line up here, Opshaw. Okay. It does not line
1: up. Is this You're, fake? you're is correct. It, is this fake news? What is this? The math that you just said is correct. Yes. She wrote a book. Uh-huh. So Georgette wrote a book. Okay. Now the book is out. Okay. And that's how the uh, I knew Post...
0: someone had to be profiting off this story. It's a
1: great book. Hmm.
0: Maybe if you wrote it back in two thousand eight, but here we are in twenty twenty. So no, that's a nice story. That really
1: you don't is. like the story? No, I do.
0: I just You don't seem like you like the story. The whole story. time it was bothering me because I'm The I'm, math was off. Well, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of fourth grade math right now. And so I become a real problem solver. And again, when I don't know how to tutor my son, he always corrects me now because uh, on most of his math, I'm getting a lot wrong. And then when our papers are graded and they come back, I get a little ticked off about it. Don't you? Kidding. I
1: think you should compliment me on taking a correction because old me would have dug my heels in Uh-oh. and lied about the math. New me, yeah. recognized that that math was off. Yeah, but it doesn't negate the fact that I had a tremendous power out, and you just kept going.
0: No. I
1: had a in found the scar. In
0: radio, we call it a power out, where you just the other guy
1: stops talking, and you're just supposed to you're supposed to acknowledge yeah. that the scar. I brought, I brought up, I brought up. And, and then he finds you the scar power, you
0: powered out, and then I and
1: you kept on power. You know what?
0: Pa- power out, and let's do it different.
1: No, it, I'm not powering at out. It's already powered out at the end of it. It's already powered
0: out. Let's, let's show
1: show everyone what a power out is. So he grabbed her face. Yes, found the scar, and he said, "You are my sister, George Jack." Wait, see, I can't do it again. I can't do it again. I already powered out. It's power out, you can't come back and re power out. I'm out. Hey, it's
0: GeForce O'Neill. Thanks for listening to my dad and his boyhood friend, Mr. Ron.
1: When you're ready to explore your real estate journey, reach out to the guys. Email
0: at ron at windermere.com. Episode 77 of the ron and Don Show. We were talking about school pictures a moment ago. You know what I did in my senior picture? Huge mistake. I wrote, I love you, Rhonda. I'll always love you, Rhonda. Oh, under for your caption? Yeah. That is Because Tim no Nolan, one. Tim Nolan said, you know what? I see you guys together forever. And even though you're 17 right now, and you're writing this caption, you should let her know how you feel about her. Were you was that your first even ki- serious girlfriend? I haven't even kissed her yet. Oh, we wow. hadn't even at the at the prom, and maybe that happened, but and maybe it didn't. Did you get
1: dumped by the time the yearbook came out? Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So then that's in the yearbook, and then when I was signing the yearbook, everybody likes to peel that open and then look at the picture of my hair feathered, and then I had the corduroy jacket on. With the reinforced elbows and the bolo tie, that's a good look. Yeah, and I used to feather my hair when I had hair to feather. So, nonetheless, um, yeah, my son gets to wear the hat, and I tell Rhonda that I that I love her. So, she called me about a year ago and asked me if I still loved her, which I thought was awesome. Did you say yes? Of course I did. Yeah, we're at we're 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 I'm telling you, man. With my old girlfriends, even going all the way back to high school. I'm a better friend than I have a boyfriend, so I'm... I'm that is true. I'm pretty good friends with all that of That is true. Hey, before we get out of here today, uh, my back is... I threw my back out uh, doing some demo the other day. I was taking out a stairwell at a property that uh, that I purchased with a partner of mine, and it feels like uh, I got up on the wrong side of the bed. You're. It's been
1: painful now, watching you now, walk around. My
0: question is, you said, anytime I want to go stay out in your tiny house, uh, I can do that, but... When you stay in a tiny house, does it have a tiny bed? And if I'm in a tiny house with a tiny bed... I'm just wondering how I'm going to
1: feel when I get out of the rack in the morning. because just... I haven't bought the bed yet. I was going to ask you because you are a bed expert. Oh, really? I have not bought the bed. It'll be a regular size bed. Well,
0: congratulations. You Thank have you. a tiny house. You've always wanted to have a tiny house. And what is going on with your real estate journey? So,
1: yeah, we talk about uh, helping people on their real estate journey all the time, and that's what we do with Windermere now is people come in. They have either a situation or a dream or a combination of both where they want to downsize, upsize, side-size. move closer to work, farther to work, get an investment property. So my real estate dream that I haven't talked about a lot is probably 10 to 15 years old. I have always dreamed of having a place near water, uh, like right on the water. And I know that this is probably a common dream that everybody has. And I started um, to think about this many, many years ago. And then when I lived in Maple Valley, I was like, uh, we couldn't build right away. And I, I got into the idea of having a tiny house. So I actually got as far as to get a flatbed trailer. I bought the blueprints. I put together a shop. I was like, I'm going to build this thing myself. Won't that be cool? That is cool. And then the, uh, the Great Recession happened, and I ended up having to move, sold the trailer, and then ended up getting a divorce. I- I'm, I'm f- speeding through years of my life. So the tiny house and this dream of having my own property near water went on the back burner. Who's, who's your constant, though?
0: This guy right over here. Through it all. Through it all. I'm like a stabilizer bar in your life don't you forget that right
1: i was going to go with something else that doesn't go away but that's the stabilizer I bar <laughs> So flash forward, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how in-depth we want to go in this story, but flash forward to the uh, right uh, in 2017, 2018. I was like, you know what? I'm reviving this dream. Hmm. I have weathered some storms here. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting back into the rhythm of life. I still have this dream. I want to make another run. I'm a big it. guy. I want to live in a tiny house. That's correct. Let's do it. And I uh, I think you're going to be surprised. Hmm. It's not as tiny as you think. Okay. That's my motto. Yeah, It's not as tiny as you think.
0: Ron's tiny house. Not as tiny as you think.
1: They. Uh, so I was like, I'm reviving this dream stream. So I started looking around. as was like, okay, I'm going to look out on the islands first. And I looked at some stuff on the water, and it's was like, I, I can't afford to be on one of the islands. Like, if you're right on the water on the islands, it's, it's pretty expensive. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll go at I-90, the I-90 corridor, find a river. Everybody else is camping along I-90. Yeah, why don't I do it? Why shouldn't you camp in an I-90? Just pull up next to one of the tents. Yeah. yeah. So I looked out there. Didn't really Nothing really red, uh, resonated with me. I started looking uh, up on, like, the Skykomish River. Found a lot. Got a great price. Ended up buying that lot and then did the same thing on a tiny house. So it was like, okay, got the tiny house. There's some modification. I want to do some upgrades with the kitchen, et cetera. And then uh, I was getting ready to just make this a reality after over 10 years. And then, in fact, I had our, our, a guy that you know, Dave, the, the contractor, was ready to redo my kitchen on a Saturday. That Thursday, I had an electrician. I had Dave I Had all the cabinets bought, everything ready to roll to do a remodel. The, the, on Saturday, Thursday, we get the call in to, uh, by our boss that our, our radio show on Terrestrial Radio was over. The Thursday before this was supposed to happen. Mm. So I went ahead and did the remodel uh, because I had all the stuff done. Then you had a lot of extra time. and I, had a, I did had have some, some free time. You had some extra time, yeah. And then I was like, okay, I guess my dream, is this is not meant to happen. Because like you're, thinking about, every you're time, thinking about selling it, right? Yeah, I put it on the market. Like yeah. Every time I get close to having this dream come true, something catastrophic happens even it's a divorce it's the great recession it's just like uh, we get fired like it's one thing after the next like this is cursed who's your constant this is just not happening this guy right over here uh,
0: you know it's weird and i just have to say this and it, when when ron was selling the tiny house we get these knocks at the door and then you look out the door through the peephole and you couldn't see anyone because there were tiny people showing up to buy a tiny house which I thought was was rather unusual. But nonetheless, if you're ever selling a tiny house, look out because people will knock, you look through the peephole, you won't see them. They're there. They're just they're they're, they're tiny people that looking is at your tiny. That's
1: the worst dad joke. What's that? that- I'm being
0: serious. Anyway, Got a nose hair I got to pull. I'm about to sneeze. So what were you saying
1: (laughs) on this real estate journey of yours? This segment's going great. Uh, I was just saying, so uh, the thing didn't sell. Yeah. Uh, I was able to uh, revive this dream, and like last weekend, I finally got the tiny house up to the lot for the first time. So it's like 12, 15 years in the making. Uh, so I'm pretty pumped about it. Just in time for... With your attitude, though, I'm not inviting you to the party. Just in time for the spring thaw,
0: and we're going right. to turn on Channel 7 News tonight. I don't know if Rabes is going to be on there because I guess he's retiring, but he's going to keep being the voice of the Seahawks, so we'd love Steve Rabel around here. Aren't you afraid of your tiny house just to go up to Chopper 7, and there's your tiny house floating down the Skycomish River? That's a
1: possibility, but also... <laughs> It is. It does have (laughs) axles. So I could hire a truck to drive it away if the the water starts to rise. Okay. So we can retreat. Yes. Take it to higher ground. If we need to. We're going to have a party. We are. Okay. You're invited. You're 50th. You will get the tiny bed, and I'll get the regular man-sized bed. That sounds good. Your 50th coming.
0: We We should have it out
1: there. That's a good idea.
0: Are we done with this program?
1: Yes. I think we are.
0: A good show felt good one feel to you it feels like hang I- on knock at the door i don't see anyone Did you put your tiny house up for sale again huh. it's the ron and don show only on the ron and don radio network everything at ronanddon.com. keep your head up your shoulders back and now here's G force o'neill say goodbye to you. Are you keep your head up and your shoulders back and we'll see you next time on the ron and don radio network